Ken Miller. Trent Condon. Miller and Condon on 1460 KXNO. And now on 106.3 FM. All right, hour number two. Welcome back. Miller and Condon, Des Moines Sports Station, 106.3 KXNO. Uh, Trent's on vacation back on Wednesday as we continue on here. Tom Cakert coming up about 1125. Claxon's barbecue giveaway before we get out of here just before noon. Let's head to Las Vegas. Yes, it's in the desert, but it didn't look anything like the desert last night uh, in Vegas as they had a major. I mean, that had to remind you of home, right, Mike Palm? Growing up in Dubuque, you've seen some doozies. That was quite a lightning show, and the rain followed suit. Boy, oh, boy, don't see those very often. Well, yeah, good morning, uh, Ken. Uh, you know, also wind 50 to 60 miles an hour preceded the rain. Wow. And so, uh, you know, it doesn't happen that often. So it's a big flash flood town because, I mean, we're built on rock. Right. So where does the water go? It just rushes uh, to lower points. Obviously, if, I'm sure most of our your listeners have uh, seen the video at yeah. Circa um, Caesar's Palace, uh, the Link Planet Hollywood, uh, part of the roof caved in like it was the wow. deluging water over the dice pit. So, but for us, it was a storm cap that failed, um, and it took them a while to get it, uh, you know, put back on and and fastened against all that water pressure. But it was right behind that three story sportsbook street. So. Mm-hmm. The water came flooding in from behind it, and so literally, as people were watching, it was coming out of the screen. Certain parts of the screen, the water went through, uh, and it flooded the sportsbook on the bottom level. Literally, literally about uh, six to eight inches of water in the bottom of the sportsbook. Yeah, I saw the 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 crew with the squeegees out. You know, the oh. the screens themselves, Mike. Any any damage to uh, any of the yeah. uh, uh, the uh, the yeah. visual equipment? Yeah, there's there's sections of the screen that are damaged. Mm. We ha- so so the screen is put together in, in squares, uh, and they're like three by three foot by three foot squares. Um, so you can pull them out and replace them. Now we do have some replacement uh, squares, but not enough to cover the whole areas that was damaged. So what we'll do, anticipating a plan today, is take from the extreme sides of the board some of the squares to put into the to the right center section, which was the, the most heavily impacted. It kind of reminds me of uh, the movie Breakheart Pass, the old Charles Bronson movie where they, they mm. blew up the railroad track. And so then they go and they take the track from behind where the train had already passed and, and put it you know in front of the train so the train can continue on. And then obviously we'll need more replacement squares. But I think we'll have a fix. We'll have a fix for that, you know, in the, in the next weeks before football starts. And then, you know, we have that satellite station on the second floor of the book, so that's where they're operating. Uh, they never shut down. They moved uh, They moved the operations, and that's a, a two-rider station there. But they kept operations going up there, and then they're just shifting sign-ups for the uh, – if you want to sign up for the football contest, at least for the next – this weekend and maybe the next week, uh, we ask that you go over and do it at Golden Gate. Uh, that'll make my son very happy. <laughs> Working over at, at at the gold at Golden Gate. Well, I'm full. I've got my my uh, group of crew. My, we've got three entries uh, coming in for Circus Survivor. Anxious to uh, uh, to get that and 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 look forward to that contest. Just real quick on the store. What time of night was this, Mike? Uh, eight. You know, the rain started 
the winds the winds and lightning started eight ish. Mm-hmm. The heaviest rain started probably eight forty five, and so this this flooding was nine o'clock ish uh-huh. uh, that this happened, and then you know it, it finally stopped raining around ten, and uh, that's when the massive cleanup began, which obviously is trying to get all the water together and then get it all uh, suctioned out. What about Fremont Street itself? It was you know. At the lower points of Fremont Street, there was probably three or four inches of flowing water. Uh-huh. Uh, the worst part in the whole city is below, and I know you probably saw videos, this happens anytime there's any rain. At the bottom of the link there, that link parking garage it's is like one of the lowest points yep. in the city. And all the water from the strip and, you know, just east of the strip, they're all, all um, comes there and it becomes like two, three feet of water. I mean, there's people die. Jeez. When we get big rains in that area, if they're if they're they get trapped in there, it's really a terrible spot. Really is. Uh, hopefully, that rain can find its way somehow to Lake Mead. All that water, because gosh knows, <laughs> certainly certainly need it. Uh, that's got to be. Um, I mean, that's a concern. Obviously, got to be a huge concern. Is that that's where who all gets their water from there? Just Vegas. Uh, Vegas, Southern Nevada, yeah. uh, gets their water from there. Parts of Northern Arizona. California is sort of independent on their own, but uh, the, 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 it's not just the drop, but how quickly it's dropped. Yes. Uh, that's unbelievable. Last summer, we had none of this monsoon activity. This is the third actual heavy rain we've had in the last six days. It, <laughs> it's been unbelievable. It was almost like when I, I installed the, you know real grass in my backyard uh, last Wednesday. <laughs> we've had three soaking rain. My dad would call a million-dollar rains in Iowa right for the crops. Yeah. Three soaking rains, so it's helping uh, that my grass take root. <laughs> so I guess if there is a silver lining, that that's got to be it. Hey, I saw a report today, Mike, that uh, there's a pretty good chance that the Final Four is coming to Las Vegas, and maybe as soon as 2027. So not only the Super Bowl, I mean, uh, the Final Four, as big of sporting events as you're going to find, likelihood that happens in 27. What are you guys hearing? Yeah, we heard that a while back. When, when they announced the West Regional, uh, was going to be here. I, I mean, that's really the springboard, right? You're going to yeah. get a regional before you get a final four. And uh, uh, I, we we heard maybe 27, 28, 29, and now it's looking like 27. So just really exciting, the events that are going to go on. I mean, I'm doing a lot of stuff for Notre Dame alumni right now in anticipation of their game against BYU at Allegiant, you know, this year. Oh, this, sure. This city now with these, the T-Mobile and Allegiant will become such a show place for just top sporting events, not only top entertainment, from a music perspective and a drama perspective, but top sports now too. Uh, does it make sense to you when we when you hear about the Pac-12 and uh, they've they've got to do something? They want to bring San Diego State, the other the other team that uh, school that they want apparently uh, is UNLV for the television market. Does UNLV make sense in the Pac-12? Could you see that happening? Yeah, but how are they going to be competitive? That's just uh, it. That's 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 the thing. I mean, at least San Diego State can compete in in the major sports, right? Right. UNLV can. You know, UNLV's got a decent baseball program, but not the Pac-12 type program, right? And the football, they've been a bottom tier of the of the Mountain West. And, you know, the basketball gets good at times, but then, you know, they don't want to pay the good coaches, right? Chris Beard mm-hmm. at all. So uh, I get it. I get it for TV, but don't you have to have a school that's going to compete? I mean, so to me, I still think that's far-fetched. San Diego State makes 
a hundred times more sense. Yeah, I'm with you, uh, Mike. I've seen and I and I took advantage of it, and I kind of before I hit the uh, before I hit the confirm bet button on my app, I thought, boy, I hate to take money away from Derek, but I. Uh, <laughs> Uh, the, the, you know what? It's the New Orleans Saints that I've really started to to focus on. I mean, uh, Jameis Winston was five and two before we got before he got hurt, right? Michael Thomas hasn't played a snap in over a year. Chris Olave looks as though he could be any kind of player. They've still got a good defense. I, Father Time has to catch up with Brady, but look, New Orleans usually plays Tampa Bay tough, and they've still got Atlanta uh, and and Carolina. This to me, I took, I went after the alternate to win total, Mike. I went over nine and a half. Are you hearing any love for New Orleans? Well, Atlanta's awful, yeah. uh, so I think Atlanta could be worse than than the Texans. Hmm. It could be. Um, so, and I think Tampa's on the decline. We, you know. We heard when Brady left New Orleans, well, age will catch up to him. But since Tampa, no one's talking about his age. Well, you know, it's, it's a bigger drop from from forty to, from from forty three to forty two, and then you know, as as you get older, um, obviously Gronk being a safety blanket for him. How much will they miss Arians yeah. as a play caller? But you have to look for stuff. Who's the alternative in that division? I mean, Matt Rule's the favorite to get fired first. <laughs> Think about that in that right. market. With Carolina, so it, it, could it be New Orleans? It could. Um, how much do they miss Sean Payton? That's that's the question. Yeah. But uh, the, the first week where they play Atlanta, my God, all the way. I don't know if we've taken a bet on the Falcons yet. Mm. Interesting. Who are who? Who are some of the the uh, the teams that um, you know starting to get bad? Like uh, like me, I'm all over New Orleans. Uh, people, you know, that are looking for these future type of bets. You want to bet the win total? I know you got them at forty to one the Super Bowl. I couldn't go there, but I did take a taste at. I think it was plus three sixty five to win the division. A couple of other teams, Mike. That some of the that uh, you're starting to get, um, not maybe maybe more than you thought you would action on on Team X. Who is that team? Well, two, but one is, is not X. One's the one that really doesn't surprise me is Baltimore. Um, you know, so many injuries last year and, and the uncertainty of the division and the quarterback. Yep. Uh, I, it makes sense. The team that I'm surprised at, and we've taken the most action on win total and to win their division is the Philadelphia Eagles. Mm. Um, they're the hot team right now in, in, in terms of the betters and some of the sharp betters. That believe the Eagles will beat the Cowboys in the NFC East, and uh, you know they're taking some shots to make the Super Bowl and win the Super Bowl as well. I, I could, I could, I could see that. I mean, I think it's a two-team race. Where are you on Washington? Do you believe? I don't. There's an interesting bet at DraftKings. So, um, it's it's a three-way Quinella, to put it in your terms, and these three things all have to happen. Eagles Cowboys one two mm-hmm. in the NFC East. Now that's either just first and okay. second, no particular yep. order. That's the Quinny, yeah. Tight Titans and Colts one two in the AFC South. And okay. Packers and Vikings one two in the NFC North. All three of those things happen. The yes is four to one. Uh I thought that's a pretty juicy price on that. I'd probably put it probably around two eighty or so. Um but but so Amal and I debated of the six teams, who's the most likely to not finish in the top two? And, you know, Amal was suggesting Philadelphia. I think it's maybe Minnesota. Mm-hmm. I, I don't know if we're if I'm sold on Minnesota. Yeah, I think it's most likely they're second in the north. But, you know, could it could it be the Lions? Could the Lions have finally gone somewhere? Could it be the – I don't know if it's the Lions or the Bears. I'm not, on, I'm not sold on the, whatever the team name is in Washington or the Giants at all. I, I think the likelihood – 
of Dallas and Philly being one two is is pretty certain should be. I think that single bet alone, Dallas Philly one two, should be a minus number. That's a, that is an interesting bet, and uh, when you see plus uh, plus four, that's uh, that that is yeah. good. Uh, last thing for you, or a couple more, we'll let you go. Baseball wise, uh, who's people are who's starting to uh, uh, cost you guys some money? Is there a team that the betters have, have found that uh, they're all over right now? Yeah, you know what's fade the the Reds. Yeah, early in the year, really fading the uh, the Angels now. Now, not last night. When Shohei pitches, it's a stay away or they bet the Angels. But on any day Shohei doesn't pitch, I think we're, we we see a high five-figure or six-figure bet on the opponent of the Angels. They're just they're really driving driving the Angels, uh, going against the Angels, and, and we're paying the price right now. Uh, it's fascinating. Uh, well, is there a player out there that could cause you guys to uh, t- t- take a look at the future as far as winning the World Series? If player X gets traded to team Y, uh, is there that player out there that would cause significant movement uh, in the in the numbers? I think if Juan Soto goes to the Mets, the mm. Mets greatly close the gap on the Dodgers to win the National League. I don't think they become the favorite, but I think yeah. they get close. I know the talk right now is Padres. Um, it certainly will shrink the Padres' odds, uh, but you're still you're in a division with the Dodgers. You have no hope but to have to play in one of those three-game wild-card series. And look, the, the pitching hasn't been that consistent this year. Darvish looking a little better the last few starts, but I think Soto to Mets dramatically changes things. Uh, July 1st, uh, we had some dramatic changes in the state of Iowa. We can now bet on favorites to win uh, Cy Young. Uh, you can, uh, the, N- uh, the NFL MVP number is out. Josh Allen's the favorite. Patrick Mahomes was second. Who, uh, who are you starting to see some play on uh, as far as MVP in the Super Bowl, Mike? You know, we get a little play on Lamar Jackson, kind of correlated to the, to the, the Ravens again. Uh, to, to win the AFC North and to make it to the Super Bowl and win the Super Bowl. That's the only one um, so far. How about in the how about in the uh, Cy Young market? I think Dylan Cease is also interesting. You know, Me he too. was off the board. Then he was thirty to one, twenty to one, fourteen to one, twelve to one at the All Star break. Another six shutout innings. Still find him at plus eight fifty. I think it's interesting now, especially with McClanahan. You know, they they. Gave him a whole week after the All-Star game and then only 81 pitches. Something might be wrong there. Seats, mm. I think, is the most interesting bet right now in the uh, the, the Major League Baseball uh, player award market. I got him at 12-1 to 1 right around the All-Star break. It's your place. Yeah. Good stuff. <laughs> uh, we will see you in a couple of weeks uh, bringing uh, Circus Survivor money. Now, can, here's a question for, well, for me and for maybe other people. Can you send money ahead to Circa yeah. if I don't want to put it in my yeah. pocket? You can do that? Yeah. Yeah, you can wire it to the cage, yep. and then you can use it for whatever, um, gambling purposes, table slots, including sports books. So you would go to the cage, uh, send your money to the cage through a wire, and then you would draw it from the cage and take it to the sports book to do your entry. That's what I shall do. Mike Palm, Circus Sports. We'll see you, uh, was it two weeks from tonight? We'll be, I think it's two weeks from tonight. We'll be at the D uh, having our little get-together. Great stuff. Mike, thank you. Hope everything works out as far as getting the, the water out of the carpet and the TVs uh, because it is such a, it's a shrine. It really and truly is. Hopefully everything works out. Thank you, Mike. TV Wednesday, by the way, you okay? Yeah, Wednesday's perfect. Good stuff. I'll text you. Thank you, Mike. Have a great weekend.
Have a great weekend for your listeners as well. Thank you, Mike. Mike Palm uh, from Circa Sports. He's the uh, vice president of operations over at Circa. Had a busy night over there. If you, I mean, the there's no sewer system, as Mike said. It's built on a rock, and the water has to go somewhere. Uh, and if you've ever been at, on the link, um, the the park it's it's down below, and that's where you get the Ubers too. It's the worst place in Las Vegas to try and find your Uber or uh, your your rideshare, whatever it may be. If you're a Lyft or an Uber, it, it you're underneath. It's 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 treacherous, especially when you get night light. Last night that was a brutal. All right, time for another thousand dollar home run. Go to kxno.com. Once you get there, enter the keyword cash. Cash, your chance to win $1,000. Cash at kxno.com. I'm not certain if there's still any room availability uh, when we are going to be out in Las Vegas. We had that 20% off your room in either the D or at Circus Sports. Trent and I will be out there the weekend. Well, two weeks from tonight we'll be there. That's the big event uh, and um, at the D and then the following day at Circus Swim. But uh, from the 7th of August through the 17th, uh, if you're headed out there to sign up, you can uh, you know, re- go to the room, go to the website, reserve your room. Um, when you get to the checkout, put in the promo code MC20. MC20, that gets you 20% off your room at either the D or at Circa. And fingers crossed, everything will be up and running. Uh, by the time we get out there. Miller and Condon, underway, more than underway. We'll get to Tom Caker next from HawkeyeReport.com. Claxon's Barbecue still to go. It's Des Moines Sports Station, 106.3 KXNO. Welcome back to Moines Sports Station, 106.3 KXNO. Take you until noon. Let's talk some, sounds like we should talk some baseball with Tom Caker, HawkeyeReport.com. Hello, Tom Caker. How are you? I'll talk some baseball. I, I know you would. Um, let's talk some big, let's talk some Hawks, shall we? Let's talk some big That'd 10. be good, too. How was Indianapolis, first of all? I really like that they kind of, you know, I like the synergy of it, that you're you're starting out there to open the, kind of mm-hmm. open the Big Ten season, and then that's Curtain where you comes end down. the Big Ten season. Just, yeah, it just has some synergy to it. Um, it's, you know, I like Indianapolis just getting around it. It's mm-hmm. easy to get around and everything, but boy, I miss Chicago, too. Oh, my Chicago's God. always just kind of in this nice. You know, yeah, I keep here. I, I, everybody I've talked to that's been there, I wanted this as awful, <laughs> just horrible. I don't know why we hold this event there. It's just a, it's the worst venue in the world for me. I haven't heard of that at all, Tom. I hear a lot of positive yeah. things. So next year, what are you hearing? Is is uh, has it been determined, or does it sound like back the indie again? Do you think? I I haven't heard anything, no. um, one way or the other. I think it might just be an indie yeah. moving forward. You could be right. Yeah. Uh, what I did hear, um, and I'm sure that it, re- it certainly caught your attention, Kevin Warren uh, opened up Media Days all the way back on Tuesday. Uh, the year two of a three- to five-year disruption in college athletics. That reverberates. Yeah, yeah and then I've just been kind of perusing some of the 
Pac-12 commentary today, and it's really interesting the different approaches that some of these conference commissioners have taken, where Jim Phillips sounded like Jim Delaney waxing poetic about the greatness of D3 athletics, you know, <laughs> yeah. kind of this whimsical look back at, you know, oh, it's just, you know, the purity of whatever, and you got the new guy in the Big 12 who's we're open for business. Mm-hmm. Um, you know, you got Kevin Warren. We're being bold. We're, we're, uh, you know, essentially open for business too. And, uh, you know, just kind of saying, uh, we're available if you want to talk. And, um, and then I've caught today just basically saying we're not interested in what you're selling over in the Big 12. Yep. And Boy, they're lobbying yeah. grenades. I mean, I said something about that line. We were busy fending off the a barrage of grenades that have been lobbied from every corner I, of the Big Twelve. Wouldn't, wouldn't you love to be at the next uh, the next meeting oh, of the uh, conference commissioner? Yes, yes. I mean, if, even for Kevin Body Warren as well, right? Great. I mean, Kevin Warren this yeah. time last year was standing arm in arm with Clay having their picture taken together because the alliance yeah, and, uh, with the alliance going with right. the alliance and. You know, and then he put his arm around him, and now he's got a knife in the back. That's, <laughs> yeah. Hey, hey, that's business is business. Indeed, um, it is. You know, uh, one big yeah. piece of business, Tom, is going to be the media rights. I don't think the big, uh, the Pac-12 can do anything until they know what the Big Ten is going to look like, and then maybe go after somebody that uh, got left behind, a network that got left behind, or a dot com. When did? Uh, Listening to Kevin Warren, do you have any idea when uh, the Big Ten and uh, their schools and then let everybody else know what the uh, media rights are going to look like, where Big Ten games are going to air? When do you think we'll know? Um, You know, Scott Docterman had a report talking to Mark Silverman uh, who would know, and he said within the next five weeks, I heard it might be by um, August 15th. I think they'll probably have something out by then. So we're not far from that. No. And uh, middle of the month, middle of next month, and uh, that's going to get here in rapid fashion. Uh, But I, you know, I'm real curious what it's going to look like. But I've kind of got in. Kevin Warren has all but said there's going to be a streaming option, and I Mm -hmm. guess it's probably going to be Amazon. Mm -hmm. Um, And... um, I still think they're going to be in the ESPN business because I think ESPN wants to be in the Big Ten business too. So it makes sense. They're going to make them pay. They're yeah. going to make them bend over and pay. Yep. There's <laughs> no. Sure. There's no doubt about that. So when uh, when do we begin fall camp, Tom? And when when is uh, Iowa Media Day? Uh, well, they're going to uh, report on the second. They first day of practice is the third. Uh, Iowa Media Day is the twelfth. The thirteenth is the open practice. So, um, yeah, that's kind of the general schedule for, um, you know, the next couple of weeks for Iowa football is they'll get, get after it starting on the third. And, um, yeah, so it's finally here. You know, it's, uh, the long wait is, is over and we can get, uh, get rolling with, uh, some college football. Here, here. Love to, love to see it. It was interesting because Nebraska came in right away because, and did they're underway early because, because they had to get practice uh-huh. going, and so did Northwestern. Northwestern got practice going yesterday. Mm-hmm. I think I think Nebraska was starting that day, was starting Tuesday. Could you see Iowa pulling something like this? I mean, a, a, an international a game to start the year, like uh, like we're about to see with uh, Nebraska and Northwestern. Would Iowa ever do that? 
I kind of doubt it, but uh, I would like to see it. Mm-hmm. I think it would be fun. Yeah. I think it's interesting. Um, you know, they've done the games in Chicago yeah. uh, to open the season, and, and those were nice. But then again, you've got a massive, uh, you know, group of uh, fans that can – a, make that trip or be our alumni in the area. So it kind of fits with mm-hmm. what they would do there. But I, well, I'd, I'd love to go over to Dublin for a few days and hang out, drink a few pints. <laughs> yes, uh, absolutely. Uh, so let's, uh, let's take a look at the roster, Tom. And man, th- when I look at it, I don't see a lot of legitimate position battles. I know we're led to believe Padilla and Petrus are going to battle for the quarterback. I think P- Petrus is going to win. I'll be surprised if he doesn't. You're correct. Yeah, it sure seems like most of them are on the offensive line and then maybe kicker. Yeah, I, you know, I was going to work on a position battles uh, thing, and it's the offensive line, how that looks, you know, how many, uh, is there some shuffling? I, I, I don't know that there'll be any, maybe they'll move some guys, or, uh, you know, maybe somebody from the second team will jump up to the first team or whatever, but, but I, I think it's more about how those deck chairs are, uh, you know, kind of organized more than it's, who's sitting there. I, I kind of think we, we know who's going to be sitting in most of those spots at this point. Um, there might be one at center, Logan Jones and Mike mm-hmm. you know, maybe there's, there's something there. I would think uh, kicker with Bloom and, uh, and Andrew Stevens, uh, the cash position with Justin Jacobs. How much is Justin going to play? You know, Seth Wallace, we had Seth Wallace on podcast recently and he said, he, he would like this year to kind of rotate Benson, Justin, and Campbell around a little bit mm. um, and, and give each of them a break because he felt like maybe Campbell and Benson just, you know, played too many snaps last year. Um, and so he needs to give them more of a rest so and get Jess on the field a little bit more. Yeah, good player. You know, it, when it comes to Seth Benson, I really like him, but he's, I don't want to say lost in Jack Campbell's shadow because that'd be unfair to 44, who makes a boatload of plays. But Seth Benson, you know, I get Jack Campbell gets all the love and deservedly so, but Benson's going to finish up a rib with a really nice career here. Yeah, I when, when I had Seth on the podcast, I, I told him I said I, I think he might be the most underrated player on the team. I think that's and fair. I, I don't think there's I don't think there's really any debate about that. He just mm-hmm. he, all he does is make plays, right. make solid plays, no mistakes. Um, just you know, on a lot of Iowa teams, he'd be the the marquee guy uh-huh. in some ways, and, um, and so it was. And and uh, Wallace agreed with you know he's. You know, it just doesn't make mistakes out there, and that's the number one thing you want from one of your players. Uh, the Jack Campbell, who apparently is a, a pretty reserved when he's around you guys, we know Mary Weathers yeah. anything but that. And uh, and I and I saw some uh, some good quotes from uh, Laporta, who was. Uh, uh, but did did Campbell open up at all? Did you, did you notice that? No, he's still pretty quiet. He's yeah. still, he's just such a humble kid. Yeah, he's one of those guys that um, off the court he's a. He's a, a pussy cat, but on the on uh, you know off the on the field, he's a lion. Mm-hmm. You know, he's just just one of those guys. When you put him between those lines, mm-hmm. he's um, he, he's a different cat, and uh, he just and that's just how he's built. But super humble kid. Um, he's very 
he's a deeply religious kid too. Mm. He and Seth Benson are both uh, very deeply religious guys. So, um, just super humble. Um, you know, I, I remember talking to him last year after the season and asking him about the NFL and he just, he almost laughed. He was like, I got so much to work on and get better at. Wow. And I'm like, you could have been like a third round pick at least, mm-hmm. you know, last year, if you go, you go pro. And I think, and he was just like, Oh, I'm not close to be ready. <laughs> you know, and you bring him up and say, you know, get mentioned with like Josie Jewel. And he goes, I, I can't, basically I can't carry Josie's jock. Wow. You know, I just, you know, uh, it's not any good. I'm not anywhere near as good as Josie. And, you know, it's just, that's just his humility. Mm-hmm. He's just such a super humble kid. Josie Jules having a really good impact. I mean, he last year when he went down in Denver, they missed him. Uh, they're counting on him to uh, to get through the season healthy uh, this coming season in Denver. Hey, who dressed them, by the way? They looked like a million bucks. Did you notice that? Boy, they looked good. Yeah, the guys did. Yeah. Um, they had some good fashion going. Maybe they hooked them up with some NIL deals. Oh, that, uh, you know, like back in the day where guys would go to like the Bremers in Iowa City and get hooked up for a nice suit that they needed for, for something. So, um, yeah, they were, they were looking, uh, looking sharp. I thought, I thought Kayvon was the winner of the day, though. He, he looked, uh, he looked dapper. Yeah, he did. So listening to the other coaches, once your Iowa responsibilities were over, you'd heard from the players, you'd uh, had Ferentz. Listening to uh, some of the other coaches that uh, uh, Big Ten West or a uh, crossover on, on the Hawks schedule, did you come away with anything, Tom? Did you, learn, uh, did you learn anything that maybe you'd forgotten or didn't know about a roster that I was going to have to face at some point just uh, this season? Anything along those lines? Uh, not a whole lot. Um, you know, uh, I wonder how long Tom Allen's going to last. Uh, mm. I know he made a bunch of changes. Mm-hmm. Um, it felt like Scott Frost is kind of neutered at this point. Really? Um, just that, that he's, I mean, it sounds like he's not really even going to, I mean, he'll dip his head into the offense, but it's Mark Whipple doing the, mm. doing the job, doing the offensive stuff. And it sounds like that came from Trev and, um, and, you know, Scott Frost maybe working on special teams a little bit more and defense more, kind of hanging in there with that. So that's it's going to be just fascinating because after you saw what Narduzzi said about Mark Whipple, yeah, <laughs> holy cow, <laughs> not glowing. There's just not glow. No, no, I don't think they'll be on their Christmas card list with no. each other anymore. Uh, Gary Barty um, normally makes his way to uh, these events. Did he this year? And did he make any news? He was not there. I wonder because uh, I, I hadn't saw, seen anything that I saw. I didn't see many ads. Okay. Um, you know, I saw Barry Alvarez, but he's no longer an ad. But right. Barry was Barry was there. He was not wearing socks with his suit. So nice. that's oh, classic Barry Alvarez. So, uh, are you buying Wisconsin, Tom? Um, no, is... I'm not because I just don't think Graham Mertz is any good. Yeah. He's had he's had his moments, but not enough of them. If you're a Wisconsin fan, he it, you know that the expectations got raised so high in that first game against yep. Illinois, a bad yep. Illinois team, when he just torched them and I everybody did. tried to hand him the Heisman Trophy. And I was and, guilty of doing that on Monday when we came back to work as well. I said the same thing to Condon. <laughs> and then, uh, um, but boy, I, I think the Allen kid's terrific. I mean, you know, oh something, yeah. I think that, oof. He's, they may be able to ride that, though. Mm-hmm. They, they may just Ron Dane this and just 
tell Graham Mertz just don't make any mistakes. So. Him and Henderson at Ohio but, State, the best two running backs in the conference. I would think so. Yeah, me too. Yeah, I just I just don't know who's going to be the Ohio State this year in the conference. I'm you know, kind of the same I, way. Or I just they're going to be a double figure favorite mm-hmm. against everybody mm-hmm. going into the year. Who does right uh, now, Who does Harbaugh Go start ahead. a quarterback when they're here on October the first? <laughs> he he said they're both starters. Oh, okay, which is funny. Yeah. Um, you know, he said McNamara and and uh, McCarthy. Were yeah, both, yeah, they're both starters. So I would guess McNamara's starter. Mm-hmm. Give but me, I think we'll see both. Yeah, I do too. Give me one more guess. Is that a night game? Uh boy, I I had somebody whisper to me. Okay. Um. That uh, I not about night game, but oh. that um, somebody who has a has a, um, a family member who works for a, a hotel chain in the uh, <laughs> Iowa City Cedar Rapids area, and they have gotten an inquiry from a four letter network. Ah, so um, about uh, housing. So perhaps a, a certain traveling road show maybe wouldn't that be uh, something? Be peeking their way towards Iowa City for that weekend. Wouldn't so, that be something? We'll see. And then but over to I ABC. I think. I don't know. That's the thing because um, you know if you look at the schedule that weekend, um, you know unless one of them wants to go, unless they uh, ESPN wants to go down to the Grove and and Old Miss, maybe they do that, but. Uh, or Arkansas for Arkansas. I think Arkansas and Alabama might play that week. Down in uh, they do. Fayetteville. Yes, they do. Yep. So that might be interesting too. Um, but um, yeah, I just I, I'm just wondering if the Iowa Michigan game is going to be screaming uh, mm-hmm. big noon kickoff. Oh yeah, yeah. You're probably you forget about that. That is their prime slot over on Fox, and Fox plays a lot of money uh, to call those shots. Yep. Tom, thank you. Appreciate yep. it. We will uh, talk to you in a week's time, and we'll be uh, opining on some of the still photos that we've seen posted. <laughs> great talking to you, Ken. <laughs> Have a great weekend. Thank you, buddy. You do the same. Tom Caker, HawkeyeReport.com. See you, Tom, as we uh, talk Hawks. All right. Uh, good stuff out of Tom. Right now, the first four callers, if you haven't played for Claxon's Barbecue in the last 30 days, that makes you eligible. If you have, Commissioner Allen will find you. He'll kick you out of this contest. But if you haven't played, 515-284-5966. Now's your opportunity. Phone lines are open. The first four of you, if you get a ring, that means you're in. Stay there. Claxon's Barbecue giveaway next. The winner gets $35. The runner-up, 25 Miller and Condon back with Claxon's on Des Moines Sports Station, 106.3 KXNO. Ten minutes before noon, welcome back. Miller and Condon, Des Moines Sports Station, 106.3 KXNO. Time for Claxton's Barbecue Giveaway. Joe, Randy, John, and Lucas in that order. We'll give you four questions and a tiebreaker. If you get the most right, you'll win a $35 gift certificate from Claxton's. The runner-up gets 25 uh, And away we go. Uh, hello, Joe. Welcome to Claxton's Giveaway. How are you, Joe? 
I'm doing well. How are you? I'm doing fine. Thank you very much. Uh, Aaron Judge, over or under a one and a half home runs this weekend against the Royals? Over. Do the Cubs trade a player before Monday? Tuesday's the deadline. Will they trade a player either tonight, Saturday, or Sunday? Unfortunately, yes. Okay. Twins are at the Padres. Who wins this three-game series? Go with the Twins. Uh, the Bombers, Winnipeg at Calgary in the CFL. Uh, ESPN has it tomorrow at uh, ESPN2 at 6. Who do you like, Winnipeg or Calgary? Uh, Calgary. Uh, here's the tiebreaker. Closest without going over. The Dodgers scored 13 runs last night. They're in Coors Field for the weekend. L.A. will score how many runs this weekend? Closest without going over. Seven. Joe, you have a good weekend. Thank you. Thank you. Appreciate you. Uh, Randy is next. Hi, Randy. Hey, how's it going? Good. Uh, Aaron Judge, over under uh, one and a half home runs this weekend against the Royals. Uh, over. Do the Cubs trade a player tonight, Saturday, or Sunday? Yes. Twins at Padres. Who wins that three-game set? Padres. Winnipeg's at Calgary tomorrow night. Who wins that game? And say Winnipeg. Uh, tiebreaker. Dodgers runs. Just L.A. this weekend at Coors Field. Uh, let's go 19. Randy, have a good weekend. Thank you. You too. Appreciate it. Uh, John is up next with Miller and Condon. Hi, John. How are you? I'm well, thank you. Uh, Aaron Judge, over under, one and a half home runs versus the Royals. Under. Do the Cubs trade a player Friday, Saturday, or Sunday? Yes. Twins at San Diego. Who wins that series? Padres. Winnipeg at Calgary. Tomorrow in CFL, who wins? Calgary. Tiebreaker. Dodgers runs this weekend at Coors Field. Uh, 15. John, have a good weekend. Take care. Appreciate it. Thank you. And uh, Lucas brings Claxons to a close for another week. Hi, Lucas. Hey, guys. How are you? Good. Uh, Aaron Judge, over, under, one and a half home runs this weekend. Uh, over. Cubs trade a player tonight, tomorrow, or Sunday? I'm going to say no. Okay. Twins at Padres. Who will win that three-game set? Uh, Padres. Bombers of Winnipeg, Stampeders of Calgary. Who would you like? Let's go, Calgary. All right. Uh, Dodgers runs this weekend at Coors Field closest without going over. 12. 12 it is. Lucas, thank you. Thanks, guys. Have a good weekend. Yep, appreciate it. You do the same. And, well, everybody out there do the same as we've reached the end of the week. Stella gets to the house at about 8.30 tonight. Delmar, 6 o'clock, first post on... Uh, TVG 602 on DirecTV. I love Fridays in the summer. Just absolutely love it. Uh, Delmar's had four days of racing. I've won every day, which worries me a little bit about going into the weekend. So hopefully the streak continues and sit back, have a few beers and enjoy the weekend, right? Good stuff. All right. Murph and Andy, they'll be here at, uh, well, an hour and five minutes from right now. Then the Fanatics, Emery Songer, I believe this will be his final show for the, cause Ross is back next week. Uh, so Emery will be in at three o'clock. Emery plus one, uh, will be part of that, I'm assuming. And then tomorrow morning, there's local programming, the, uh, Saturday morning pregame. Sean Roberts, Justin Miller. Tyler, are you a part of that tomorrow? No, he's not. Well, it goes on without him. Uh, But it starts tomorrow at 8 o'clock. Thanks for being with me. Uh, Trent's back Wednesday. Miller and Condon. Weekdays from 10 to noon on Des Moines Sports Station.
106.3 KXNO.